The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Living a Rich Life, and this is the return of Living a Rich Life. I am your host, Rich James. So it's been a while. Um, been working on a couple of different projects, been traveling. So a lot of good things happening, and um, this is really a, a big kickoff for us um, here at Be Exposed Radio and Living a Rich Life with Rich James. So. Um, we have two amazing guests in which, you know, we're going to give them some time to join in. Um, so hopefully everyone's having a, a good and productive week. We are halfway there. Um, this is Hump Wednesday. So we're going to start off with a quick uh, living a rich life moments in time. So this is the, the 50th hip hop anniversary, right? So 50 years of hip hop. Um, that, that's a long time. I don't know about anyone else, but I grew up on Run DMC, uh, you know, and Jam Master J, LL Cool J, um, Special Ed, Kwame, MC Light, Queen Latifah, just, just, just to name a few. So, you know, it's, it's a big time in terms of uh, hip hop. So I'm excited to talk about that because one of our guests, um, they are in the entertainment industry and they are big on music. So really looking forward to having that conversation with um, that special guest who will be featured in um, the second slot, which is 5.50 to uh, 6.30. So we're gonna be talking music and entertainment in that uh, second slot. Now the first slot, um, we're gonna talk beauty and fashion. Uh, and this person is a, is a heavy hitter um, in the DMV area. I'm so very excited to talk about with that guest regarding fashion, because usually those two things go hand in hand, fashion, music industry, entertainment, things of that nature. So it's going to be it's going to be a good look. Um, it never fails. Folks always seem to text me when I'm on the air, back on the airwaves. So what you going to do? What you going to do? Uh, um, in other news, so uh, the COVID numbers seem to be spiking up again. Um, again, that was a period of two years in which the world shut down. It shut down. And one of the elements of living a rich life is good health. So I will say I plan to go out and get some uh, some more masks. I do have some masks readily available. Actually, living a rich life with Rich James masks. So you can uh, purchase those on the website www.livingarichlife.net. So everyone stay safe as the COVID numbers seem to be increasing once again. Uh, as we continue to move forward in living a rich life uh, moments in time. So uh, former president Donald Trump is being indicted again um, for 
his episodes during the election in which, you know, he was kind of blocking things, so to speak, you know, and they say it's about a freedom of speech. You know, he said a few things and got folks revved up, not very president-like, but, you know, at the same time, hey, what you gonna say? He, he, it is freedom of speech, and um, he's but he's being indicted in a few other things as well. So more to more to come on that, more to come in that, but not from here. Living a rich life because we are all about inspiring, motivating, and uh, encouraging others. In other news as well, um, and this is gonna be our last living a rich life moment in time, as Holidays are approaching. We are now August. We're halfway through the year. So hopefully everyone's been having a good 2023. Um, Halloween, which is not a holiday, but is coming up. Always a festive and fun time. Then we have Thanksgiving coming up. Then we also have uh, Christmas coming up. Um, and with that being said, as a newly appointed board member to Layla's Gift, um, there will be Layla's gift gala, the second annual gala. Um, so for those that know me, I will be reaching out and connecting with you. We have a lot of good stuff happening. It's a worthy cause. It's a worthy organization. I'm really excited to, um, to talk about that and, uh, and share what's happening. So uh, be on the lookout for that from Living a Rich Life, um, as well as my birthday month. So it's Virgo season. Virgo season is coming up. I'm excited. Um, all this time that I've been away, been working on quite a few things. Um, so again, Living a Rich Life Comedy Showcase coming back. Um, a few new things happening in terms of the structure of Living a Rich Life show. So excited to, to do that. Um, so as we're waiting for our guests to join real quick, um, I want to thank my producer, Monty, who is always, I call Monty the magician. Uh, just to catch up for a few minutes right quick. How, how are you doing today, Monty? Of course. Well, I'm busy. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm actually doing really, really good. That, that, that's good. So for those that don't know, uh, Monty has been my producer now for, uh, we're, we're going to go with three years, three and a half. And um, just continues to improve things. So, Monty, I want to take this time to thank you. Can't have a show without a producer, folks. That's um, true. I have an amazing team. And I got to say, at the, at the head of that, really, it's, it's not Rich James, but it's Monty. So I want to take this time to thank you. Thank you for your patience. Um, and I'm excited to, for our next phase of, of Be Exposed Radio. You're very welcome. All right. Now, I, I know we got some fashion things happening um, on my end, and one of the guests today, again, is in fashion. So um, I know we talked about some fashion stuff, but events are happening in the world of fashion, and we got to make sure that you actually come out, because y'all, Monty does not like to come out. Even though COVID's over, he likes to travel abroad, <laughs> but we have not had an opportunity to get him out. So we, we're going to see if we can get him out. You've been gone for a while. I've been out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. That's actually that's we can actually Saturday. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yes. So, Be there. <laughs> Baltimore Fashion Week. That starts what? Um, Saturday. Saturday. 
And well, it's all this week, but it, it ends, you know, that it culminates to Saturday with the which is which is the runway shows. Okay, okay. So I need to I need to make sure that uh, I, I knew it was coming because uh, we've talked about it briefly, but I, I need to make sure um, I'm a, I'm a part of that some form or fashion. I want to be in be in that building. I'm, I'm that guy that used to get the same colored shirt, <laughs> or rather uh, the same style of shirt, but different colors. So I'm I'm trying to mix that up, be a little more fashionable, so to so to yeah. speak. Um, all right, yeah, so the stage this year. Um, yeah, the theater, the big theater on Calvert Street. Oh, nice. So is it like a kickoff? Well, so this year it's going to be, it's bigger than it's ever been. So it's because they're going to have their award ceremony the same day, as well as uh, the founder's reception, which is a big thing this year. And then the runway shows and then the impact awards. They're going to give out their impact awards all in the same day. Oh, Nice. Nice. And which which events are you gonna? I mean, you're gonna be there all week. I'll be there all day because <laughs> I'm working as well. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you pull in double 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 duty. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Um. Well, I, I'm definitely. You gotta let me know what I need to do to make that happen to be in the building. Um. Because again, Saturday, um, yeah, Saturday, I'm gonna be around. Now, a question for you: Are you gonna be around for the Met Gala? Because that's like, um, that's like pretty huge, also, right? <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! My guys, bourbon and boy shirts. I still, get, well, yeah. That's, I, I like to think I'm more. What was your question? I'm sorry, I was reading that. <laughs> right, right, funny, right? So for for the Met Gala, right? Is are you familiar with the Met Gala? I am. I know um, Marcy is doing one. Okay, my so, wire. Yes, that's that's on the 26th of this yeah, month as well. Um, so I don't know because Fashion Week goes from what um, Saturday to Saturday or Saturday to yeah. So we get and so basically it ends this Saturday for Baltimore. Oh, okay. It it ends this Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so I, I've been missed quite a few things already. <coughs> well, it wasn't much that much during the week because, like I said, uh, it used to be that the gala was separate, the Impact Awards was separate, all of those things were separate throughout the week. This year, they they combined them to make it a bigger day. Oh, okay, okay. So, do I need a I need a, a ticket, or am I on your 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 coattails? We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> See what y'all don't know, Monty. That's his his words of saying, I, "I'm I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna make something happen." <laughs> that's why we call him Monty the Magician. <laughs> the magician. So. Uh, all right, so we're we're waiting for our guests to join. You know, this is the business we're in, and sometimes they don't uh, necessarily. Um, when it comes to technology, they, they seem to be seem to be struggling. So um, I don't know. I could go into a few other things. Now let's see if we got any folks that could uh, want to call in. We got any calls? So we got any folks out there watching and, and listening? Feel free to call in and ask some questions surrounding what's next for living a rich life or what we got going on at Be Exposed Radio. Um, so if you want to chat, give me a call right now. You should see the number on the screen, 
1-800-242-9403. By all means, call in and give us a, a holla, and we'll answer any and all questions, because this is Be Exposed Radio. Um, so I wanted to share a story with you, Monty. So recently, um, I've had a couple of interviews, a couple of different magazines, which has been, been pretty, pretty exciting. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I think it was a Canvas Rebel and, and another one called Voyage. Um, Not familiar with that one, but. Yeah, well, I wasn't familiar with any of them, but I, I thought it was a, a, an honor um, and a privilege to kind of tell my own story, right? Because we, right. we, like we like to expose folks here on Be Exposed Radio, but having the opportunity to really, you know, tell tell my story. And that's, you know, I might have to put you on the show one day, Monty. Cool. Yeah, we got we got we got to figure a way for you to actually do that and work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's easy, easier for me now. So, uh, um, I'm I'm actually set up to do multiple things at the same time at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you could produce your own show that you're going to actually be on. Well, that's what I always did, um, except for when we had an engineer, but. I always produce my own show. Well, well, yes, but I mean, be on a show. Let me rephrase that, right? Because I'm like, how you gonna? I need you to focus, and hey, I might throw in something in there, and then if I need to, throw no, but you know, for the last couple of years, every time I did my show, Talk Lately, which came on Tuesdays at seven, I always produced and did everything for my show in the background Ooh, at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, interviewing, talking to guests. My show's almost twenty years old, so it's a well-oiled machine. So. <laughs> so well, yeah, we're we're not that we're still in our infant stage, so to speak. Um, but we we've had leaps and bounds um, up until uh, right up until today, and uh, mm -hmm. we, continue, we continue to grow. So we we continue to grow. So let's see if you know. Let's give a quick. I'm gonna go ahead and get get started in terms of what what the show is about today. Um, because again, I, I just don't know where our guests are, and maybe we could take a quick commercial break. Are we is that something we do in nowadays? Like we, oh, I, just, I just sent you a message um, to just in case oh. you didn't see it. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. Um, so again, living a rich life—that's uh, living a rich life moments in time. And it's, it's time to really kick this thing off. And, and as we do, we inspire, encourage, and, and inform folks. So again, welcome to another episode of Living a Rich Life. I am your host, Rich James. Here on Living a Rich Life talk show, we inform, inspire, and encourage each other to live the principles of living a rich life. Those principles are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, Extraordinary Experiences, and Philanthropy. This week, we return to the airwaves talking about beauty, fashion, music, and entertainment with two better-than-amazing guests. As I said earlier, we all have a story to tell, and today's guests are no different. With that being said, let's talk about it. Today's first guest with over 20 years of experience in the beauty and fashion industry, our first guest has created a company that is a fashion destination 
for women of all sizes who want a personalized shopping experience. Her passion for fashion also extends to her community involvement, serving as a youth director and even donating prom gowns to students at local high schools. Please welcome the CEO of Style For You Boutique, Miss Letitia Jones. Hello, how are you? <laughs> ah, well, greetings and salutations. I am better than amazing. How about yourself? I'm, I'm good. No complaints here. No complaints here. Sorry, I'm had some, I had some technical difficulty getting on, so sorry for the delay. <laughs> well, no, no problem. Again, we, we're, we're used to this. We're used to this. Sometimes, you know, the challenges of virtual versus when we were in the studio, um, and that's a whole other story. I won't get into that because my producer, I keep telling him, <laughs> we need to get back into the studio. Um, so welcome. Welcome, Letitia. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. And thank you for having me. And please just call me Tish. I like to Tish. be called Tish. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. So Tish, first and foremost, tell us how, how long have you been in, in the fashion business and what inspired and or motivates you to get into the fashion industry? Well, as you um, initially stated, over 20 years, I initially started as a um, cosmetologist. I owned a beauty salon, a very popular beauty salon back in the 90s. Um, and back then, we did a lot of hair shows, hair fashion shows. We would make the clothes for our models back then. So that's where it all, that's where the foundation came from. Um, but since I matriculated, I'm also a, a nurse as well. And for the past four and a half years, I've owned the boutique that I have now, which we're talking about, Style For You Boutique, which I opened with my three daughters who are very fashionable. <laughs> nice, nice. Keep, keeping it all in the family. I, I, I like yeah. that, that legacy. Yeah. So you mentioned that you were, uh, or, or you're, that you're a nurse as well, right? And yeah. my, my team did some research and, and understand that you, during that COVID experience, you were served as a crisis relief in the ICU. As an RN? Yes. Yes, that is true. I was at the height of the pandemic. I was in New York, in Texas, Texas, um, in California, all the heavy hit areas um, in the ICUs dealing with COVID. Yes. Okay. I was on the front line. Okay. Well, the, the word yeah. on the street is that, that you were known to make the scrubs fashionable as well. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they would always tell me. Tell, tell us everybody about that. Could, everybody How? could just tell, I, I, they just would always say, you have to be in the fashion. I, because of, you just can't wear just scrubs, just regular scrubs in the hospital. You know, we spend so much of my, I, at that time, I was spending so much of my time at the bedside and in scrubs and away from fashion life. And I still wanted to be cute. I still wanted to look a little cute, even though my patients were usually um, sedated and wouldn't know what I was looking like. But I would just dress them up with nice headpieces, um, just the type of scrubs that I wore. I would make my own modification to scrubs that I, other um, brand scrubs that I would buy and just jazz it up a little, put my own spin on it. And of course I wear my brand color pink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So is, is, let me ask you this. So is there a difference between a fashion designer and fashion stylist? Yes, absolutely. There is a, a, a big difference. A fashion stylist um, is one who would curate, um, pull looks together. Um, from, and that could be from various designers, various brands to create a look or a style for someone. Whereas a designer actually creates a piece from idea 
to an actual garment that you wear. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so there's so there's definitely a difference. So, what, oh, yeah. what's your favorite part about being a fashion designer? Well, I actually have just recently um, switched over into the fashion designer line. I actually am a fashion buyer. Um, my daughters are fashion stylists, um, but I am moving into the fashion design role. I am designing scrubs also, um, a line of scrubs. Um, so what was your question? I'm sorry. You asked me what motivated me. <laughs> well, yeah, what, what's your favorite part about being a designer? So you're moving into the, that realm. Yes. Just, so what um, you to move into just having realm? a free canvas and just being able to create, um, to bring a vision that you have in your head to be able to bring that to fruition, just that freedom of expressing, expressing your individuality. Okay. So, so one of the things you mentioned and, and my team, Doug, well, I don't say Doug some stuff up. That just sounds. <laughs> um, but they, you know, a few things, right? Mm -hmm. And and you talk about collections. Um, mm -hmm. I believe one of the collections or things that I really liked was your your dresses, and one in particular, mm -hmm. the the Maverick dress. So just tell us about some of your collections that that you have out there, and then also where folks can actually see some of your some of your work. Oh, absolutely. So we are on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook and on both sites. It will be our the, the store name styled with a D, the number four Y-O-U boutique against on Instagram and um, TikTok and um, Facebook. And we also have a website styled for you boutique.com. Um, the website will have a, a nice variation of some of the items that we offer inside the showroom. But the showroom has a ton of things. Um, so the, we always say the best experience is to come inside our showroom because you get our, our special treatment, customer service, um, and you get to see other items. But a lot of our items are, um, a lot of our clients are going to events. They're going to brunches. They're going to bridal showers. They're going somewhere. They're going out to date night. They're going somewhere. So we have a lot of um, our collections cater to where the women are going. And we try our best to make sure that our women feel confident and they can walk in any room as a headliner. That's our signature. We make headliners out of our women and make them feel confident in their clothing. Nice, nice. And again, that's all sizes, which I think is, is a beautiful, Absolutely. beautiful yes. thing. Absolutely, yes. Small to 3X. We cover all women, all curves, all sizes, yes. Nice. And, and who designs your, your logo? Because I kind of thought the logo was kind of, kind of snazzy. Um, a young, her name is Nicole. I can't think of her last name, but her name is Nicole. Yeah. She, um, has a, a professional, um, logo company. Okay. Yeah. Pretty, pretty stylish. Pretty, even the logo was stylish. So for Thank those you. that are just tuning Branding in. Branding is important. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But for those that are just tuning in and, and joining us here on Living a Rich Life, uh, we are talking to Tish Jones, the CEO of Style For You Boutique. Um, so Tish, tell us, what are some of your favorite fashion trends? Some of my favorite fashion trends. Hmm. You know, do you think they're um, bringing bell bottoms back? You know. Um, they actually, this, the fall season, they are not quite as belt as before. Um, they are bringing um, the wider leg pants back and I am excited. We're gonna feature some. 
Oh, and I don't know how I didn't mention that we have a fashion show coming up. Um, August 26th, Unleashing Lux, um, a fashion experience will be held at Doubletree in Pikesville. And on our runway, we will be featuring some of the upcoming fall um, new style pants, which are the bell pants. So I, I like the, some of the oversized looks are coming back. Mm -hmm. um, I like that trend. Um, I'm a fan, I'm a big fan of prints, prints, um, the polka dots, the leopard prints. Um, yeah. Pants with no so, backs sides? No, 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 no. no I'm not no. a fan of that trend. Not following that trend. Not that bold. Okay. Okay. <laughs> tell tell bold us. Colors, bold colors and prints. <laughs> okay. So, because again, um, I was just talking with Monty that Baltimore Fashion Week just, you know, is, is coming to a close. Um, and, uh, you know, did you participate in, 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 in any, of, any of that, Baltimore Fashion I Week? have not. No, I, I haven't. I've kind of been consumed with preparing for our show, so I have not participated this year, no. Okay. So so tell us a little more about Unleashing Lux, a fashion experience. Give, give, give us a little more. So, again, um, it's your fall collection, I guess you mentioned. Yes, it's a snippet into what we will bring for the fall, not our entire collection, but just a snippet um, into our world. And it's important for us not just to be a show where you sit and watch. We want people to experience um, fashion. So we have a lot of um, interaction that will be going on throughout the show. Um, we have a special VIP lounge. Um, that's a whole experience, a whole vibe in and of itself that we've curated for our um, stylists. We will have... Um, live mannequins we have a celebrity um producer rashad corey who's based out of atlanta he's worked with denzel washington tyler perry on um, the sisters um, a number of shows so he is our co-producer nigel simpson um, she also is our um, other co-producer they're working really hard to bring some great looks to the runway we have some great models so we're excited about it again it's august 26th Mm -hmm. um, at 5 p.m. You can get tickets on Eventbrite. Our general admission tickets are $50. Our VIP are $75. And we have sections for $550. But it's all about unleashing that luxurious feel um, so women can feel confident about themselves. And they, they will see that on the runway. Our models will exuberate that confidence that we want our clients to feel. Nice, nice. So as you talk about, you know, fashion, I, I think of a lot of different criticism, right? mm. How do you handle criticism when it comes to your, your fashion designs, uh, some of the, the clothing that, that you share with others or, or and create, again, because it's a creative realm. So how do you handle criticism? Criticism, um, I take it as a learning experience. I take it as an opportunity to improve my business, improve my brand. Um, you got to have thick skin and as a business owner in any industry. You, I believe that you have to have thick skin because, you know, people are opinionated. And sometimes, um, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's necessary. Um, and you just take it all in. You take, you know, take what you can, use it, improve, improve. And what you can't, you let it go by the wayside. <laughs> you know, that's all you can do. <laughs> So, you know, I got to follow up in, in terms of that. So tell us uh, about a time when you had to deal with a difficult client or, or customer. How, did you uh, I, how, do I, how do I handle it? I Gain face. <laughs> gain face, number one. Mm -hmm. um, number two, I, 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 I did have a client who um, 
saw something that she wanted online. She had pre-ordered it, came in for actual fitting, wasn't so happy with it. And we just did our best to accommodate. You know, we, we didn't get upset. We didn't get flustered. We just did our best um, to accommodate her. And we even threw in some extra, gave her extra discounts. We, we really do try to cater to our clients. And again, you got to have that thick skin. Um, you know how they say right. the customers are always right. You just got to mm-hmm. give service with a smile. Um, and, it, and it happens. It 100% happens when you deal with the public. Um, absolutely. Yeah. A- yeah. absolutely. But you have to maintain your professionalism. You have to, you want to make sure you're representing your brand well at the end of the day. Um, so it doesn't hurt to, you just got to be able to improvise, pivot, you know, when necessary. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's the same when it comes to, when it comes to radio and kind of how you have to navigate some things, right? Things Mm -hmm. happen, whether it's with a client directly or technology that we rely on. So I I can dig it. I, I can definitely dig it. Tell me, um, who would you like to work with in in the fashion industry? Any specific models and or designers? Now, before you answer that, so you are my second fashion designer guest Mm -hmm. on on Living a Rich Life here at Big Okay. I've had Jody Davis. Oh, yes. I've had Jody on here. And I am looking to get Earl Bannister, who is a a Morgan State graduate. I know, yeah. You named two of the greatest ones in Baltimore. <laughs> yes, that 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 I have. Yes. So you, you are the second. And um, oh, I'm yeah. after Jody. Oh, I feel honored. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are are there any that you would like to work with in the fashion industry? Um, any specific models and or designers? And if so, tell there us is a, a designer. Um, not not locally based, but um, Jay Bolin. I I just admire. Um, Jay Bolin, he is a, a stylist slash designer. I love his style. I absolutely love his style. He was, he's one I, I have um, connected with him. I've had like a, a coaching session with him, but I'd love to work with him on a deeper level. Okay. Right. What, yeah. what's, what's, what's your favorite part about being a, a fashion designer? Favorite part is just being able to express my individual um, individuality and to mm-hmm. make people feel good about themselves. I love that. That's kind of me as a caregiver, me as a nurse, you know, mm-hmm. kind of dual purpose. I love to make people feel good. Um, I think I'm a nurturer um, just innately. And I just love the ability to take a piece of clothing and place it on a woman or just to be able to pick out something and make a woman feel great about themselves. When you look good, you feel good. So. True, 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 <laughs> true indeed, true indeed. Well, I, would you say that's your superpower? It is. I, I believe it is. I believe it is. Nice. I believe I'm a motivator and I motivate through curating collections. So we, we've talked a lot from a, you know, and I, again, this show is about informing, inspiring, and encouraging others. Um, what would you say to someone interested in getting into the fashion industry? What advice would you give them? Hmm. I would say, um, do you research? Number one, do your research, um, figure out where it is in fashion because there's so much you can do in fashion. Mm-hmm. I would say, do your research, um, how to hone in on your niche, um, stay true to who you are. Don't try to, 
adapt to everybody else's um, way of things. Take it in, uh, be, be teachable, moldable, but at the same time, don't lose your individuality. Um, okay. okay. And stay humble. Okay. Well, you, because you have an actual location now, right? You started. We do. Online. Yes. You share your location again. Yes, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Yes, we are located in Owings Mills, 9189 Ricestown Road. Um, that is in the val inside of the Valley Village Shopping Center on McDonough and Ricestown Road. And 9189 Ricestown Road. And we are on the, so the mall has two sides to it. There's the front side and the back side. We are on the back side of the, um, the mall. Okay, and your hours of operation. We are open Tuesday through Saturday. Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and on Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Nice. And we also have, we also, we uh, we um, like to um, be a one-stop shop. We want our clients to come in and be able to get everything they need. We also have a makeup artist, Kel's Collection, right inside of our showroom that can do a complete full makeup look. She takes appointments. Um, we've literally had women to come in, first time in, go into an event, come in, get everything done, and literally leave out and go directly to their event from mm. our boutique. So mm -hmm. we are literally a one-stop shop. You're gonna get an outfit, accessories, makeup. Um, I can touch up your hair, but we don't do hair there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but overall, we are a one-stop shop. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, are, are there any style, and I put my air quotes because I think style is, relative to me, but who are your style icons and, and why? Who would you consider style icons and why? Oh, I have a few. Um, Michelle Obama, of course, for her elegance. Um, Rihanna, she's just bold. I love her boldness. Mm -hmm. um, and Mary J. Blige, of mm -hmm. that's my all time. She's oh. just legendary. <laughs> that, that, she could that. do no wrong for me. <laughs> <laughs> Mary J. Yes. Good, yes. Good, good, good folks. Good, good, good folks. Good folks. All right. Um, how do you see the, the future of fashion? Well, before we get into the future, let's talk about current. What are your uh -huh. current thoughts on, on today's fashion sense? I think my... Mm, Today's, um, I like that people are able to just be individuals, be themselves. We're more in, inclusive of people's individuality. That, mm. That's where I think fashion is now um, because everybody has their own sense of style and we just, we embrace it. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, I feel like fashion is now. Yeah, they say, hey, do, do, do you. Do you? Yes, exactly. Do you? And I love you doing you. <laughs> I couldn't do some of what you do, but I love you doing it. Right, <laughs> so right, that, right. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we we talked to current. How, how do you see the future of fashion? What what does that what does that look like to you? Uh, well, I see the future of fashion. I see us um, incorporating technology a lot more. Um, this artificial intelligence, I think, will play a role. Um, how so? Let, let me let me. So how how so? I don't know about folks that are watching and listening, but mm -hmm. how how so? Right? I mean, we've we've seen futuristic movies that you know 
you can change your outfits pretty quickly by, you know, saying, hey, right? So is it a, a thought of having a an image and say, hey, put this together from a fashion I, I think so. I'm still tapping into it and learning. I'm in the, the learning phase of it. So I don't know everything. I don't um, confess to know everything. Um, but from some literature that I've read, it does seem to be um, like this new technology out there where you are going to be able to like do so many things like um, literally, like you said, you can create images, you know, mm -hmm. speak into like type in um, a description of what you want and they create these images of mm -hmm. a design where things that used to take hours or weeks to do, they could be done in a matter of minutes um, right. with this artificial intelligence. Yeah, yeah it's, it's taking over. So it's, it's like a, yeah, it is. It's like, um, you know, it's like one of those pros and cons type things. Right. So, so let's talk about it. What What are some pros and cons of of being a, a fashion designer? What are some of the pros and cons? You just um, in being being in this industry, even even more so. What cons? Definitely would say as a designer, when you put your heart and soul into um, a design, creating a concept and people can come behind and duplicate your design as their own. Um, mm. Mm. And, yeah. you know, there's this fast fashion, like literally there are people in these foreign countries who can replicate in the masses something that a designer you know on a small business designer or just you know even a, a high-end designer something that they put their heart and soul into they can just replicate it and make 20 million pieces of it and sell it at a fraction of a cost and kind of you know almost take you out of business so that's right. definitely a con um it's that that fast fashion life um and then the pros so the pros um, again, I'm, I, again, I, I know it may sound like a, a broken record, but just the individuality expression of your, you know, your creativity, creativity mm -hmm, that's definitely a pro. Yeah. Yeah. And to and see something you thought of on somebody else. Like I did that. I created It's amazing. That. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, I, I, so, you know, so Kalia Wright, who is the founder and CEO of Mess in a Bottle, T-shirt yes, company, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, not not you know she has good stuff, but shouts out to to Kalia. Um, you know, she, again, she was someone that's on was on the show as well. So actually, I've had a few fashion folks, fashion forward, whether it's T-shirt and and yourself, style mm -hmm. for you uh, boutique. Where, where'd you yeah. come up with the name, by the way? Um, my three daughters. Remember, I mentioned that I have three daughters who are yes. heavy into fashion, and we thought about it. So. I was a single mom um, raising my daughter. So we'd all, it was always the four of us. So everything is just like, the, it's just the four of us. It's just the four. Four was like a tagline for us. It's just the four of oh. us. So um, when we thought about um, building, creating the boutique, we all bring a sense of style, you know, with different generations and different sense of styles. So you style it your way, you style it your way. So we're style, it'll styled for you. So. Nice. Okay. I love, I love that story. I, I love that story. I do. Who came up with that Maverick dress? My daughter, Nyjah, Nyjah Simpson. 
Shouts out to Nyjah. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I you know, I might have to, you know, of course it's not for me, but uh, I might have to cop that dress. I might have to. Oh, cop yes, that. yes. That dress. We'll take care of you. That that dress is definitely, definitely, definitely hot. Now, now, do you think fashion should be uh, comfortable? Or, or should it oh, be a statement? Right? I think it should do both. I think it should be dual purpose. I think it should be comfortable while making a statement. Oh, okay. It should be comfortable. Yeah, you know, when I when I think of fashion and, and, and comfortability, you know, women always talking about their shoes and their feet hurt. <laughs> I, I am at the age now where a, a flat, a sandal is my friend. <laughs> tennis shoes are my friend. My days of the pumps are over. I, I may wear them to the event and I will do a quick change once I sit at that table. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's too funny. So, so, so which fashion trends do, do you like the least? Which fashion trends do I like the least? A lot of, again, I'm, I'm a little older. Um, Maybe one one of my daughters, maybe, I don't even know if they would like it. A lot of things that are more revealing. I'm just not one with the, the a lot of sheer to see through, like you said, the, the back out, those, not my thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Again, you do you, but it's not Tisha's thing. <laughs> All right. So what, what, what would you say fashion trends that you like the most? I love... Again, like patterns, okay. patterns, prints, colors. Those are the trends I love. So, again, I know your line is focuses on all size women. Uh huh. Yes. What do you, are, are there works? And again, I think um, so. One of my my male team members, they found a few things for men, but do you plan to ex? your fashion into accessible to men? I do. Actually, um, my son-in-law is helping me branch um, out with that. Okay. Um, I just didn't want to originally focus on too many things. I wanted to stay, I guess, within my niche, but I've had so many people ask me to start a men's clothing line that I'm like, okay, I got to tap into it, you know. We're in business to solve problems, and it seems like a problem is men needing something to wear. So, okay, so, yeah. well, this, yeah, that that that'll be. I'll I'll be a guinea pig, and if okay, you need, okay. need me to to to, to wear something on the to air, or, something. okay, absolutely. Say say less. Uh, say less. I was going to tell you say less. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, you'll be so, our influencer. Uh, hey. <laughs> I, I am here. I'm, anyone will tell you Rich James is about a win-win situation. Awesome. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Uh, let, let me ask this, because I, I generally, again, one of my two questions I always ask my guests, what is your, what is your superpower, which I think we've touched on? Uh -huh. And then um, tell me, what does living a rich life mean to you? Oh, what does living a rich life mean to me? Living a rich life means freedom. Freedom to spend time the way I want to spend it, which is usually with my family, doing the simple things, just resting. That's living a rich life to me. Okay. 
Okay, keep keep it keep it simple. I, I like I like that. That kind of rolls all up into our our six elements. So now I, I know, and sometimes we talk about you know the plight of women, the the plight of of black women. What are some of the challenges that you have experienced in the fashion industry? Because I think the fashion industry is just difficult in itself. Mm -hmm. um, so again, kudos to you for doing what you love and, and doing it exceptionally well. Um, Thank you. Based on, again, what I've, I've done my research and, and, and team. So kudos to you on your accomplishments. And I know there's great things coming ahead. But what are some of the challenges that you've experienced in, in, in the fashion industry? Um, some challenges that I say that again. And how did you overcome them? Um, some challenges that I've faced in the fashion industry. Um, just one of the things that I kind of touched on before is people stealing. It is what it is. People stealing your concepts. Um, um, recognition, brand recognition. Um, in a, what some may consider an oversaturated market. Mm. Um, mm. Those are, um, I would say, two of the biggest biggest challenges, I would say. And mm. how did I overcome? Um, overcoming um, this oversaturated market, just being true to who I am, just first, first and foremost, believing that what God has for me is for me. Mm. Um, just creating my own niche um, and with Style For You Boutique, staying true to why we started um, and who we are, not following the masses. Mm -hmm. That's how I overcome it. Um, and as far as people taking concepts, you just, I mean, you just have to just accept. That's just, unfortunately, it's just part of the the, the fashion mm -hmm. industry where where it has has landed. You do, know? do you do you think that you can do? You can't even sue um, people, uh, <laughs> really. Lord, yeah, I hear that. Not word, much sue. you can do. Right. Do Do you feel that the fashion industry is saturated? I do to some degree. I do, um, but I think what helps is everybody having their own niche. Yeah. Everybody, you know, because I have people we shop with some in some of the same places, but everybody mm -hmm. displays it differently. You know, right. everybody markets it differently. So it's like what you bring, what you bring to it. Absolutely. It's just like, you know, the, the thing they say, they are like tons of uh, brands of bread and water. But, mm. you know, they're not going out of business. <laughs> Right, right. I, I guess that's yeah. like with, with anything, right? Again, yeah. you know, when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to, you know, radio shows and podcasts, not not everyone can do it like Big Exposed Radio and, and living a rich life. So I, I think, again, you know, having that niche or niche, however you pronounce it, is, is key, right? That kind of mm -hmm. keeps you uh, afloat, keeps you evolving, um, just recognizing that, hey, I'm, I'm providing something that's a little different. And again, the more you study your craft, the, the better you get. So that, that, awesome. that, that makes sense. I think that no matter what industry, you got to kind of have that, that kind of mindset, right? Yes, you do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Can, can you share with our audience three things you need as a fashion designer? Just three things that are critical to be critical? successful as a fashion designer. Um, creativity, absolutely number one on the list. Um, adaptability, um, number two. Um, number three, drive, passion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Makes makes sense. Makes sense. So again, folks that are just tuning in, uh, we are talking to Tish Jones, <laughs> yeah. the CEO of Style for You Boutique. Yeah. And um, she has a fashion show coming up. So again, tell yeah. folks um, the name of the fashion show, yeah. when, how they can get tickets. Go. Yeah. Unleashing Lux, a fashion show experience, will be held August 26th at Doubletree in Pikesville, Maryland. And you can get tickets at eventbrite.com. And the show um, starts at 5 p.m. August 26th, 5 p.m. Unleashing Lux, a fashion show experience. Okay. And and one of the things, again, uh, we, we captured this from your website. How, how can our audience, again, stay in the loop? Yes, you can follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Styled For You Boutique. And that's styled with a D, the number four, Y-O-U, on all platforms. It remains the same, Styled For You Boutique. And also you can find us on our website, also styleforyouboutique.com. Nice. Now on, on your website, you have something, um, VIP Girlfriend membership. Mm -hmm. tell, tell us about that. So that's a, a, a new uh, membership that we just started offering. So we've been hosting little small um, private events for our ladies. Um, the last event that we did um, was Valentine's Day. We just did like um, a Galentine's um, mm -hmm. um, type. Uh, it was a, a virtual event. But we just do little small things where we, we like to give back to our people who support um, our VIP guests. So we offer them like an annual discounted rate. They get um, seasonal um, extra promotions. And the, the big thing are the events that we host for them. The little, and they're, they're free to them to come. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tish, I, I want to thank you for joining. I want to thank you for sharing your story. Uh, thank I you look for having me, Rich. <laughs> Continued success in the fashion industry for you. And you. Um, I will definitely, someone from my side, my team will be in touch because, again, I'm trying this new fashion thing myself, as I was telling Monty. Um, so okay. thank you for joining. We'll be in touch. Thank you. Um, yes, you're going to be my new influencer. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a plan for, sounds like a plan a win-win so uh, any final thoughts or comments on the state of fashion industry today or again just any inf additional information you want to leave before we close out just reiterate i just like to just reiterate first of all thank you for having me um i greatly appreciate it love your show love, love what you're doing love you um giving people this opportunity to speak um just continue to i'm at, i would ask people to just follow us on all social media platforms and come support our show. Come see what we have to offer. Unleashing Lux, a fashion show experience on August the 26th at 5 p.m. Double Tree in Pikesville. And you can get tickets on eventbrite.com. 
And my motto is we love to make women feel confident and show up in any room as the headliner. Nice. Tish, thank you for joining. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. You have a great one. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Got to love it. An amazing woman doing amazing things in fashion. Uh, please continue to support her. Uh, styles by style for you uh, boutique. So look forward to uh, great things coming. Now we're going to keep the show going. Our second guest is an amazing individual as well. Um, while hosting numerous DMV community events, our second guest has transitioned from a sales associate at your favorite Mondamin Mall DTLR, DTLR store to her new career as a DJ. Currently, the host of Pretty Girl Radio plays through 245 DTLR locations, known for partnering with well-known brands like Nike and Puma, two of my favorites, and connected with some of the most prestigious artists, community activists, and educators in and around the Baltimore DMV areas. Um, this is how I met her, actually. Please welcome Tierra, known to the entertainment industry as Tierra Lanise. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> I love it. Hey. You know, because you just was reading the bio, and I was just like, whoa. Hey, well, it's it's it's, it's very powerful. I, I always enjoy reading bios. I always enjoy kind of meeting new folks, especially individuals that are in that same world that I am in. So so welcome and, and thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. So so first and foremost, tell tell us what Pretty Girl Radio is about. Um so of course it's about the pretty girls. Um, women in general, I started Pretty Girl Radio in 2013, and I was the first radio personality to go live on DTLR Radio. And when they suggested the name, I was like, ah, it's so surface. I got to figure out something else. So my mm -hmm. idea was to create a platform for women, you know, and when I say for women, the music, also the encouragement um with my show i focus more on r&b and hip-hop versus rap uh, music that uplifts and tells a story okay keep keep it keep it simple keep it simple uh absolutely you know so but so how how did you get into djing uh, I, that's that's you know from a sales associate to, to djing is that something you've always wanted to do uh, no. So I modeled, I host events, and like you said, I host Pretty Girl Radio. Um, a year before the pandemic, I always had an itch, you know, when you're a host, you, you touch the mixer a little bit, turn it down. And <laughs> so I would just stand beside the DJs and watch them enjoy doing what they were doing. And I'm like, well, you know, I could add another hat. And I love music. So it was more of a love for music and curiosity. And now I'm a DJ. Yes, yes. And I, I've heard you at a, a few a few events here and there. Um, how, how many events do you usually do during the course of the, uh, of the year? Because again, Ooh. you're juggling a lot of different things, right? So at the end of the day, I don't know the number. 
But what I can <laughs> say is, you know, from weddings, baby showers, community events, basketball games and stuff like that, I would say somewhere between like seven to eight events a month. So what, what you said a year, so maybe like yeah. 120, 130. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 a right. that's a lot of DJing. I was saying I DJ on my show Monday through Friday, so. Okay, now I have a question. And again, I've had several DJs on, on, on the show um, over the past, you know, two years in itself. Some of the, the heavy hitters, I've had DJ Kibi, uh, DJ P Drama, um, looking to have Quicksilver on. So tell me, why do DJs talk over the music? And that's this is a live and exclusive, because I didn't even ask them that. Oh, well, uh, for me, I don't do a lot of talking, but I told you I am a host. Um, mm -hmm. What I do is, and what I've watched DJs do, they usually either are about to transition into another song, or they know certain words are going to get the listeners or the party go as hype if I say these certain words. Like if I be like, you with your best friend right now, put your arm around him. And then I play swag, sir. Oh, I'm winning. But talking over the music is something that I don't do because I let the music speak for me. And that's why I love music so much because it says a lot. It's a lot of stories within it. Absolutely. And that's what we're about here. Tell, telling the story because everyone has a story. Do, do you get tired of music? It's kind of like the chef that makes omelets. I had one guy said he got tired. He doesn't. He doesn't eat eggs. But do you get tired of music? Never, never. Like you know, it's like having a child, and mm. they get on your nerves a little bit. But if you say, "Oh my goodness, I just need a break," and they walk away with a sad face, and then you go chase behind them, like that's mm. what music is for me. Is like if I'm tired of a particular genre, I'll go somewhere else. Like, so even at parties, you know, we'll start off slow, R&B, and then house, and, you know, it's like a, it's a story. It's like, Absolutely. all right, cool, we just getting in here. Y'all don't, we don't need the swag surf yet. Let's just wait. But I'm telling the story, like, all right, I'm trying to get y'all in here. Oh, you feeling the vibe? I'm going to stay right here for a minute. Right. Oh, she like this song, you know? So it's literally one of those things that when you get tired of music, it's more so the genre for me. So like the, the the chef said, he got tired of making omelets, but he might scramble a egg, you know, it right. might be over easy, it might be over medium, you know, he might what's, put it in some fried rice, but eggs are still getting made. <laughs> what's what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite genre? R&B. 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 Now, now, so how long have you been DJing? Was it 10 years now? No, nah, I've been on radio for no, radio years. It's been, yeah, it's been a decade. Um, whew, it's 2023. I'm going to say I first tried out DJing around about 2018, 2019. So four or five years. I'm still a baby in the game. I'm a baby. Do, do, you, do, you, do you get nervous? Do you still get nervous? Every day when I host, <laughs> when I DJ, when I crack the mic on my radio show, because it's just I want to give you guys the best of me. So Absolutely. when it when it comes down to it, it's like, who? How am I going to start this party? And then, like I said, if I see you vibing, I'm gonna stay right there for like three more songs because now my nervousness is wearing off. I'm getting comfortable, y'all making me comfortable. I'm about to go off. Right, right. <laughs> no, no, that, that makes sense. So I, I asked the the hard question surrounding 
you know, why do DJs talk over the music? Again, to me, that's something I've, all the DJs I've had, I've never asked that question. I want to ask this kind of part two when it comes to DJs. How do you feel about getting requests when you are DJing at an event? The only time I feel some type of way about getting requests is when we just got here. Like mm -hmm. we really just on song number three, just vibe out, you know, sit down for a minute and then feel the vibe and see where we going at. But um, overall, they actually help me move on to the next set sometimes because you're like, oh, dang, I was going to play that later. Now, if you asking me for a top 40 hit and we just started at 10 and it's only 1045, <laughs> I, I might feel away because we, we can't turn on the hits yet because everybody's not here. So it's, it's like a time frame in which DJs kind of computerize in their mind. Like mm -hmm. for, for now, I'm going to be here. And right. then I'm going to go here and then I'm going to build. So it's like a build. So if you asking me for Swag Surf at 1045, I'm going to be like, y'all didn't even have a drink yet. Y'all <laughs> didn't, didn't check out, you know, what's to be checked out in here. We got vendors. We got this. We got that. And sometimes I get on the mic and I'll be like, Oh, make sure you guys, you know, network, talk to the people next to you, this, that, and this. We just getting started. So that's my, I'm not about to play your song yet because we're right. just getting started, you know? So it's certain ways in which, like you said, DJs talk over music and for those reasons, because we just want to remind you, we getting in our groove too. We just, we just got here too. We might've started playing 15 minutes before you got here, but we just getting started. Let us, you know, let us get the wrist a little loose a little bit. Absolutely. And let me let me feel the vibe and see what walks in. People's appearances also dictates what music you play. Because if you see people coming in with their best on, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, cool. They might want two step. Let's put on a right. line dance. So it's it's really vibes for most DJs. It's like we when y'all bob y'all head, we be like, oh, all right, cool. You know, we we read the room the same way y'all read the room when y'all come in. Okay, so that's kind of what that's kind of your, your technique to, to just to engage your listeners. It's kind of like, okay, the vibe, the, the energy, how folks kind of how they look in depends on what you kind of get folks going, right? Because again, ultimately, you want to have a, a full dance floor all, all night, right? Yeah, depending on the event. Because yeah, sometimes yeah. for fashion events, you know, they just want to stand around and look cute. So you just got to give them the music that they like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you got the events where people like I came here to party, especially if it's a birthday party or wedding reception. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right, we just sat through two hours of nuptials. DJ, I just had two drinks. So let's go. Shall right, right, go? right. So, so what's your next event that that you're DJing? I, I know there's a few things happening, and I, I know you're hosting. Uh, I want to say, uh, Sheiknik. Um, yes. So tell us about some of the next events that you're you're actually DJing that you can share with us. So Sheiknik is on September the 3rd. It's a picnic where we want you to dress chic. We want you to come out with your flowy dresses, you know, your top hats, your, your bow ties. Even if you just put on some seersucker fit, mm. like we want you mm. to come like it's a picnic vibe, but we're absolutely going to make sure that you have a great time. And with that event, I'm not DJing, I'm hosting. So that's going to be great. But the day before, on September the 2nd, I'm DJing Fun Fest, formerly known as Mom Chella, with the Fun Time Moms. And we're going to have a ball. The uh, 
image behind that was to give moms a break. Like, mm-hmm. drop them kids off and come here and party with the girls. So it's a pool party. It's a dance party. We'll have, like, mechanical bulls. We'll have a foam uh, area where you could get in the foam, and we can have Instagrammable moments. So it's really just a fun day for moms, and I'll be DJing that on September the 2nd. Uh, nice, nice. In, in what ways has music impacted your, your life? Uh, music has impacted my life in so many ways. Um, music is like therapy, you know, for certain mm. moods, you turn on certain music. Like if I'm about to go out and DJ, I'm probably going to play, not really turn up, but something that's going to get my mind focused on, yeah, you got this. When you get out there, you're going to do your thing. And I think it's very important that, um, music is taken in a way where, when it comes down to what you want your mood to be, that's the type of music you should listen to prior to. And that's kind of what I do. So music is therapy for me, honestly. The only time I'm not listening to music is when I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> so do you prefer to listen to music alone or, or with someone? It, it depends. When I'm getting dressed, I don't come talk to me. I got on my theme music right now. Don't come talk to me. But when when it's one of those, yes, absolutely. Pre-gaming, don't bother me. But when it's one of those, uh, me and my friends, when when I used to just go out, when I wasn't a host or nothing, we used to listen to Jeezy 101, rap music, turn up. Like, let's mm-hmm. we're going to get excited because when we get in here, we're going to have a ball. So in the, on the car ride, I love when my friends are in the car with me. I put on music just to see what their reaction is, if they like songs, if they don't. And that's kind of my job as a DJ and a radio host as well. I am supposed to put people on with new music. You know the music that they playing all day long. My job is to introduce you to something new. And that's kind of what I do. So I enjoy listening to music with people when I'm trying to get a reaction to see if they like a song or not. Yeah, so so let's piggyback off of that. How, How do you stay up to date with the latest music trends and, and what's popping and what's, you know, not popping. But that's more importantly, again, because I've heard stuff. I was like, I've never heard this before, but I go to an event and I think actually one time you was DJ and I was like, OK, that's that's what's up. I've, I've never heard this song, but it definitely had me moving. So how do you stay up to date with the, the latest music trends? First, I would like to say I did my job. Uh, secondly I don't keep up with trends to be totally honest with you I listen to music the same way I introduce it to other people and if I like it I want somebody else to hear it so it's like it's like good food when you go to a restaurant and you're like oh such and such gotta try this because she loves pizza or she loves crab cakes and she love them this way so um yeah but if I was to look for trendy music or stay up to date where's the where i know what they want to hear i would go there's so many web dj websites that you could subscribe to where you could um pay a certain fee a month and then you could download as many songs as your membership <laughs> provides so if you got unlimited go off but if you got a certain enough certain number of songs you can download then kind of skim through see what you like download it um streaming sites oh my goodness when i'm pre-gaming and i just put it on shuffle i find music that way i find artists that way Mm. and 
it's so comforting to hear new music that I'd be like, oh, who's this? Let me like it so I could listen to it again. So streaming sites are very important. Oh, okay. And that that that's that's interesting you say that because you definitely touched on, you know, what I was gonna ask, what's the best way to discover new music? But it, it you you've answered that right then and there. I, I love it. A forward, a forward thinker. So how has the rise in social media changed the way music is shared and experienced though, right? Because that's a part of it too, also. It's too fast. And I say it's too fast because a song. Music drops every Friday. Mm -hmm. So a mm -hmm. song that dropped last Friday, if it's not a song that DJs like automatically, we probably didn't hear it since Friday. Mm -hmm. So it, it happens too fast, even though I know back in our day, the record stores used to drop music on Monday or Tuesday, and we would go and buy the CD or the cassette or what have you, but we would listen to it all week though. Did you say a cassette? <laughs> Did I just show my age? <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. But yes, um, I think that when music drops on Friday, I get it, right? Um, because it's the weekend. It's new mm -hmm. music. We want you to play it because all the parties are from Friday to Sunday, typically. But we know we got Wednesdays and Thursdays as well. But so when that song dropped, I want to play it for people, but I got to play it early because I can't play it late because now it's in the mix of the party. You know, everybody's having fun now. I don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to take everybody down like, what is this? So you got to know when to put in a new song. And I think mm -hmm. that with music dropping so much, streaming sites every day though, when it comes to big labels, it's on Fridays. So streaming sites, they get, I think they said they get over like 10,000 songs a day. Wow. That is ridiculous. I'm not listening to 10,000 songs in a year as a right. DJ. I might right. play some of the same music, which cancels out one of my extra songs to get me to 10,000. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things where I think that social media has, um, it's like seconds. We don't really count the seconds all the time, but that's how fast music drops. Cause somebody yeah. might be like, I want my song to drop on Tuesday. All right, cool. Now one song on Tuesday. And now we got 10 songs on Wednesday, 40 songs on Thursday. So I just think it's too fast when it comes to consumption. And I think a lot of people don't take time to listen. It's either it's going to hit in the first 50 something seconds or I'm skipping to the next song. Right. So. Uh, yeah. That's, that sounds about right. If it ain't hitting that, that first bar, then, then that's it. So, I want to go back to your, your, your show, Pretty Girl Radio. Um, so folks that are just tuning in, listening and watching, we are talking to Tiara Lanise, um, the host of Pretty Girl Radio. Tell us two things, two questions. One, what is the inspiration behind Pretty Girl Playlist? And then two, do you have a favorite episode of Pretty Girl Radio? So two, I don't have a favorite episode, but I do have a memorable moment. When I first started radio, mm -hmm. J. Cole was one of my first interviews. Nice. And that was big for me because in that time, he was so focused on providing a story and a lot of artists were just to me, just making music. So when I got the opportunity to interview J. Cole, I was sitting there like, 
I'm really interviewing somebody that I'm a fan of their music. And that opportunity was just great for me. And I will never forget that ever. I'll never forget that. Oh, and I interviewed MC Light maybe like two years ago. I literally almost fanned out because she's the reason I started rapping. I was like, oh, I want to do voiceovers. And it's like when you get to actually meet those people that inspired you to do what you do, it's a whole thing. Like you got to decompress in order to have a conversation with them. Right, right. You got to keep your cool, so to speak. And I don't because I can't because I'm a fan first like I love music so I love when people kind of break glass ceilings and or provide a need and J. Cole provided a need and MC Light broke glass ceilings and I think that um I fan out sometimes and it's not a bad thing because I think that when it comes down to interviews we get a little too personal but when it's really about the art mm-hmm. and you had that conversation and they they reassure you that the reason you thought they was doing it, that they actually doing it, you'd be sitting there like, I made a good choice. I made a good choice. You know, I I, I follow greatness. So, um, so that was the episode and pretty girl playlist. That's you, my friend. Now, if you listen to that, you, my friend, I made (laughs) you listen to some music that I like you, my friend, that's the inspiration behind it. Me putting you on with new music as a DJ and that's my job. Right. Absolutely. To 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 go on the fact again, you know, because we're we're in similar 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 industries and 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 what we do. And I've interviewed some pretty well known folks, and um, I you know I thought I was pretty cool in terms of you know I was because I was a fan first, and then having the opportunity to to interview some folks and and even eventually being invited to some celebrations. Um, you know, Mars Chestnut, Dougie Fresh. You know, Dope. folks, so, you know, it's, it's like, wow, you know, they the folks thought enough to say, hey, I'm having an event, Rich, plus my name is pretty catchy, Rich James. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I, I definitely understand it. I had to hold my composure like, wow, this is this really happening? Is this really happening? So when I saw when I saw your name, I was like, is this a typo? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, I had to I had to wait for more conversation and be like, oh, he's serious. All right, cool. I don't have to ask him. This is a typo, but absolutely catchy. Terrible. Absolutely. Terrible. Tara, terrible. Just terrible. Listen, I'm Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> My friends will tell you the B word and the N word I do not use. Listen, thank you. Thank you. I'm working on the N word. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, 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 so, are there, are there any songs that you must dance to when when you hear them? So, before you answer that, you know. So, again, uh, thanks for joining. I love hearing your story, um, and everyone has a story. But this song is particularly for a friend of mine. She has this song, um, Cotton Eye Joe. I mean, you know, I don't even know the lyrics. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Yes. When she See, I started song, dancing immediately. So yes, she must she must dance to it. She has to dance to it. And I just think it's hilarious because I mean we was out one night, heard the song, and she started dancing. And she like ran to the dance floor, but all night she was just sipping on her drink. <laughs> so I say all that to say, are there any songs that you must dance to when you hear them? Ah, oh, it's so many. 
But I'm, 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 I'm from Baltimore. I'm from Baltimore. So if you play Bring in the Cats, oh, I'm bringing in the Cats. Pulp Chop, yes. Shoulders start moving and now I got to get up. So um, definitely club music. I grew up on club music. Um, okay. I love it. Um, and Get Me Bodied by Beyonce. Oh, I start the, you get all of this. I'm, I'm turning into the most femme girl ever. <laughs> you gonna see, I'm gonna start modeling. It's going, it's going down. So yeah, yeah. club music, uh, Get Me Bodied by Beyonce and I would have to say take Cobain bankrolls. Mm. I have to two-step. I got a two-step. I got a two-step. Like I have to. I gotta it's something about our music that mm. gets me going. So when our artists in Baltimore make songs that grab me, I'm I gotta get up because thank you. Because thank you. And I understand what you was doing when you made the song and I thank you. So That's I think true. that when your friend got up from that drink. That's what she was saying. Thank you, DJ. I just wanted to hear something to get me up out my seat. And I appreciate you. And DJs appreciate that too. Like, oh yeah, she didn't got up. She been sitting there all night. Look at mm -hmm. him. And then I might talk over the music at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love how you referenced that. Came back to it. I, I love I it. You, you must be in radio. You must be in radio. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, who are some of your favorite artists or bands? Now, do, do you prefer... This is not a trick question. DJ or live music? To be totally honest with you, I love live music. I love live music. It's something about knowing. And when artists perform live with their instruments, it's like they know. Like, so mm -hmm. when the lead person switches over, they look at them, give them a little, we fit in the go there. And everybody just join in and they go there. And it's like, I was in a marching band when I was younger. So oh, really? yeah, it's something about that music and how it hits you and the way that it influenced you to enjoy the moment. So live music, you have a singer, you got somebody on bass, you got somebody on drum and they in sync. Oh, mm -hmm. You can kill it. Sorry, DJ. You was cute, but um, you, you don't see this right here. This this is technically what you're playing. Right, right. Uh, you're playing all of those instruments just with a squeaky squeaky and a push of a button, but they doing it right now live and I'm excited. And I love live bands. I'm probably gonna take live bands over DJing. Sorry guys, mm -hmm. went against the grain, my bad. <laughs> nah, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Now, so you were in a marching band. So do you play an instrument? I do not. I do yeah. not. I've never even tried. I have a keyboard in my basement. And mm -hmm. I said I was going to learn. And for the most part, I self-teach myself everything. Like before I started radio, I never did radio. Mm -hmm. Before I started DJing, you know, nobody sat me down and said, hey, this button does this, this button does that. Right. Like, so I literally learn as I go. Like my whole career has been on the fly. So yeah. this you getting Tierra. You getting straight up rawness every time. Nice, nice. Yeah, me, uh, radio, I had no clue until my guy, again, shouts out to, to D Chase, who, uh, who got me started 
and um, said, hey, you should be doing X, Y, and Z. And it, it went from me just, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, he was one of my first guests some, yeah, three and a half years ago. Um, and he was like, yeah. And then I've had folks on my show from, you know, 92Q and it was like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, very, they was very impressed because again, you just got to study it, but it was not something I went to school for or studied. Um, I am just good with, with people. So, you know, you, I think we have similar backgrounds when it comes, when it comes to that. Um, yeah. And it's, it's um, very important that you have friends like that. Alhamdulillah for people like that, because most of my career and all the hats that I wear has been a friend, like, you know what, you should do this. DJing is the only thing that nobody told me I should do. Mm -hmm. Modeling, radio, hosting, Everybody was like, you got the voice for it. And I was like, this raspy voice, I don't know. <laughs> and you know, so me, me even being a rapper, that was just something like when I was around about 14, that the guys around my neighborhood, they was rappers and they was like, you can rap, stop playing. You've been writing poetry for all this time. And I was like, I don't know how to say it though. Like I know how to say it in poetry form. I don't know how to put it on a track. For a long time, I could not count bars. Mm -hmm. I could not count bars. So I would go over there and be like, you got a 16, you got a 12, you got an eight. And I'd be like, and what that mean? What, the, <laughs> what does that mean? I, I wrote it here. I want to say everything. So, you know, going in and recording music is, um, is different than actually writing it outside of hearing the beat first. And that's what mm -hmm. I used to do. I used to just journal and write, and it used to turn into poems. I used to make it rhyme. I didn't even think about it, but, um, yeah, a lot of things. My friends was like, you you should do that. So thank God for people like that. Absolutely. So Tierra, you do know this is Be Exposed Radio. And and as you as our conversation continues, I'm learning more and more. And I just heard that, and I don't know how my team missed this, that you used to rap and poetry. So on the spot, you have something for us? Can you deliver something for us? I don't know. Let me see. And I told you I don't. I'll freestyle. I literally. I'm a writer. So let me see if I, because I be having my moments where I just talk to myself, and I'd be like, "This is not a tweet. This is a rap." <laughs> I love it. So, so I see. You know, if you want to, let's see. I'm a look. I'm a look. Let's 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 let's. Uh. Yeah, let's dig into the to, into the crates, right? Because everyone, for those that are tuning in and watching, we have Tierra Lanise, um, host of Pretty Girl Radio. Uh, again, 245 locations. You can hear her on DTLR locations. Um, and, and tell us the times real quick, again. It's from 10 a.m. Uh, to 1 p.m., Monday through Friday. Friday. Yeah, see, uh, uh, uh. Oh, oh, yep, on DTLR Radio. Um, and you could download the app or you could go to DTLRradio.com, just push the play button, or you can walk inside a DTLR store from 10 to 1. I'll be the voice you hear and the music that I like to hear, you'll be hearing too, because I like to share. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you ready to give us a little something? I think it's on, I think it's on the phone that we're on. That's the bad part. I mean, I have so many notes. Just a little something. Any. No, you got I'm, 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 I'm looking. I'm looking. I promise. Okay. I promise. So yeah, so we definitely, we definitely uh, 
gonna have to talk about some of this this stuff that you have going on coming up. Because um, again, I, I think there's opportunities here, both being in the, the same industry um, where we could you know work together. And I definitely enjoyed our time, our conversation in terms of what, what you have happening. What advice would you give to anyone trying to get into uh, the entertainment radio industry and even modeling? Start. <laughs> start. Honestly, just start. Because uh, like I said previously, when it came down to it, I've never done any of the things that my friends said I should do. And I, I had started. Like I started talking to myself in the mirror like, yeah, you know, and da, 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 da. if you was to listen to like the first two months of me being on radio, mm -hmm. I thought I was LaDawn Black. Okay. It's like, <laughs> are, are we putting people to sleep? Or are we waking them up? Cause it's the right. morning, you know? So, um, I would say start and, and study, start and study. I think, uh, we take for granted all of the information, like you said about social media that's out there that we don't take enough time to study our craft mm -hmm. or a craft that we wish to get into because there'll be moments like this. Like, I promise you, I think you're the first interview I've done where I talked about me. My focus was to study you and have you tell me more about you. So I think even me interviewing people has taught me how to be interviewed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important. So if, if, if and when you start, keep going because there's something, there was a reason for you to want to do it. You just have to figure out what that reason is, similar to Pretty Girl Radio and the way that I operate on Pretty Girl Radio. Absolutely. So I think, not even think, I know, again, living a rich life is about six elements, how I choose to live my life. Um, and that's good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences and philanthropy. So for me, you know, that's kind of where it all begins and ends. Um, again, the last, again, my story is a little different, um, how I got into this industry, but I get to your point, I think it's just very important that you get started and, and consistency is definitely, is definitely a key. So thanks for sharing. Um, but we're not done. We okay. I'm I'm still here. I'm opening <laughs> up my I'm opening up my laptop now because I know the notes on here. I just figured that out. Okay. While so, you was talking. As as you know, I know R and B is your genre. Um, but you know we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Mm -hmm. what, what are your thoughts and feelings uh, regarding you know the, the some of the celebrations that are happening? You know, there's some, you know, I'm a native New Yorker, didn't didn't okay. get to New York to, to the Yankee Stadium, but what were your thoughts on some of the, the, the folks that were kind of headlining and celebrating this 50 years of hip hop? What are your thoughts on that? Um, what I first thought was, okay, we celebrating 50 years of hip hop. And then it went on for a year and I'm like, and we're still celebrating 50 years of hip hop. So I had to take a back seat and I had to realize that with a baby in the first year, it gets the most attention. So if we're celebrating the birthday mm -hmm. of hip hop, there's so many aspects of hip hop that I was like, okay, cool. And that's why it took us a year to celebrate hip hop, 50, 50 years of hip hop. Um, so many uh, 
states, cities have joined in on the hip hop train, you know, starting in New York and then Atlanta took it for a minute. Uh, St. Louis, Nelly and them mm. came in. Then you had the ladies and now, you know, the ladies are back to it. But it's like those shifts in hip hop are, they're going to take this much time. Like it's going to yeah. take this much time. And guess what? People are still saying they forgot about, they forgot about, they forgot about. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, they did. But we was doing this for a year, guys. We've reached a birthday. And I was blessed enough to be hired by Def Jam to DJ at the National African American History and Culture Museum this past Saturday for Hip Hop Birthday. So that was a great experience for me. I've learned so much through hip hop. Like I told you, I didn't know how to count a bar. So mm -hmm. I had to listen to people rap and um, their different cadence and how they would convey their artistry. I think that um, when it comes to hip hop, hip hop has saved a lot of people's lives. Yes, we do lose people, you know, throughout the years, but a lot of people have been able to feed their families with hip hop and music in general. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of bars, are you ready to um, be exposed and give us some of your poetry or, or, or lyrics? I am not. I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm not going to be exposed. Okay, okay. Uh, one way or another, we we will. We will. We will. <laughs> one way or another. So I think a good a good segue before we close out. Um, you know, one of the things you mentioned was surrounding you know just the, the opportunities that have um, you know come in terms of music. Why do you think that humanity enjoys music so much? Um, you know, they say music soothes the savage beast um, and all these other different phrases. But why do you think folks enjoy music so much, whether it's happy times, sad times, certain songs you think about different things? Why do you think that's so? I think because a lot of us feel like we're the only ones going through it. So mm. when we can when we can hear somebody um convey a message that you be sitting there like, oh, I'm not the only one. And I think music does a great job. Even when it comes to birthday songs, go shorty, it's your birthday. It's like, yeah. it's my birthday, it's my birthday, it is my birthday. And then you, you know, you get excited. And then even when it comes to the Samba music, like, you know, we had our, our R&B groups, our Jodeci's and, you know, SWV and, and, and Vogue and all of them, they were saying things, giving you the best that I got. Like, I know I'm probably messing up, but <laughs> I'm giving you, I'm giving you the best that I got. Just tell me where I can fix it. You know, I'll get better for you. Um, Anita Baker, I apologize. Why was I, so, why was I so young feeling I apologize? I don't know. My grandmother played it. My aunts played it on Saturdays when we cleaned the house. But when she, got into it and she was saying how, why she apologized and I know this will make you feel better if I do. That mm -hmm. is a message in itself. And I think that that's what music does for us. Good music does for us. It Absolutely. reminds us that we aren't the only one in those spaces in here. Let me give you a piece of me and hey, we, we all in this together. Nice, yeah, yeah. 
That that's facts. That that is a fact. Two questions before I let you go, Tierra. Um, I always ask my guests, what is their superpower? And what does living a rich life mean to you? I gave you what my what it means to me by my six elements. And all every element you named, I promise you, over the years, I've added it to my bag because I think it's very important that we give back philanthropy. Um, the reason I love art is because there's a form of giving back. Give, like I was saying about the music, you know, it's like yeah. you're not the only one. Don't feel so bad, uh, you know. I'm yeah. here to soothe. I'm here to soothe that little bruise. Get up, run again. Um, so when it comes to philanthropy, I had put on Twitter, early Twitter, like I'm gonna be a philanthropist. I wish I could find that tweet, but you know, it's lost out there in the numbers in the letters right now. But right. Um, I find it very important to give back. And that's one of my superpowers as well, because I see people smile when I do it. People right. coming to me and say, thank you. And I'm sitting here like I'm only being me. So that's another one of my superpowers. I'm only being me, but thank you for loving me because this is who I am. Now, when I have my bad days, please continue to love me because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just being me. You know, there's no facade. Every time I go out, I'm me wholeheartedly. Um, if things get rough, my face is going to be like stone. Oh, I'm focused. So my face is stone, but I'm okay. This is what we got to do. We got to move this. So when it comes down to it, I think that living a rich life, ultimately, when we say rich, because we know rich people have problems too, mm -hmm, being mm -hmm. full of yourself. Mm. And that's the only way you're going to get to the next level. And when I say next level, not saying that you're not going to climb, but there's certain levels that your character is going to keep you there. It's not just going to be your talent. It's going to be your character. You know what? Tierra kept it 100 all this time. Let me invite her on my show. I want to talk to her because it's something about her that I need to know because I'm not seeing everything, but I want to see if she's really this person that she portrays to be or this persona. Is it a persona or is it her? So I, I really, really pride myself on being myself all the time. If I'm having a bad day, I'm be like, not, not right, done. Please, not right now. It's like, let me ask you a quick question. Go ahead. Yeah, no. All right, cool. Now that you got it out, let's move on. So it's like I, you know, I grew up in a big family. Either you gonna speak up, or your mm. voice gonna get, or your voice <laughs> gonna get drowned out. Yeah. So um, I've mm. learned how to be quiet, and I've learned how to speak up when the time is right. Mm. Uh, timing is everything. I think that um, I don't have a sense of time when it comes to art because a lot of people will be like, oh my God, you're doing such a great job. How old are you? Like, I never expected you to do this. And I would tell them my age and they'd be like, you lying. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I just, I, I just wait my turn. I don't force anything. I don't say, oh, I'm this age. I need to be here. I really just, I'm moving groove, you know? If, if my soul say yes today and no tomorrow is like, ah, uh, let me think about it so we can figure it out, you know, because that might be something else, a reason that pops up and it reminds, oh, Tierra, you know, you got an interview with Rich, right? You're right. I do. Yeah. Let me hit him up when you DM me a couple of days ago. And I said, that's crazy. 
I was just about to hit you and say, did you get my email? But you hit me first. So it's moments like that, that I'd be like, there's no way that God didn't have his hand on this because if I would have forgot fully, I wouldn't, you would have never hit me. And I would have never been like, I was about to hit you too. So I think that, um, I think that being myself and, and learning how to time things out is another one of my superpowers. I don't rush to nothing. Uh, I I am not anxious for anything. You know, that's one of them good old uh, scriptures. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes indeed. Don't be, be anxious be, for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. And I, I haven't. And yeah. everything that I participate in, even people say, you would be good at this. Or, hey, I got an opportunity for you. And at that point, I'm like, okay, cool. They see something in me. And I told you, that's been a lot of my life in the way that I've moved around in my career. So. I never say no, but I do go and look and do my research to make sure that it fits my image and what I want people to know about me. If it doesn't fit me, I say, oh yeah, no, thank you for the opportunity. If I'm if I'm not busy, I'll be like, I'm a pass. I hope you find somebody that's better for the job or somebody that fits your idea which you thought that I could fulfill. So Absolutely. I'm very honest with myself. Absolutely, that's that, <laughs> that is key. So I wanna thank you for, for joining. Um, This is a part of the show that I I generally hate, and that is living a rich life, closing remarks. Um, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet today. Um, So thank you, Tish Jones from Style For You Boutique for joining. Um, She has a fashion show, Tierra Lanise. So I think you would, uh, you know, you might enjoy that. So I'm I'm gonna definitely loop you in um, and see if you're available to attend that, that fashion show that she has lined up. So Again, one of the things living a rich life is about is, is connecting folks. So um, just want to share that with you if you didn't join early to her first, the first slot of the show today. Um, I have. I thank have you. Something. Oh, okay. Thank, so, thank you. So I think that's a part of living a rich life too. Yeah. Networking. Your network is your network. I think that's very important. So Absolutely. I'm going to add that in there. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you these. I don't know how I count bars, remember? So oh, let me give you the four lines. Go for it. Four so lines. we're gonna we're gonna close the show out with you giving us your your bars. Okay. Okay. okay? Go ahead. So okay. I'm a, I'm a drum roll and get you in um, again. Tish Jones, style for you boutique. Thanks for joining. We have Tierra Lanise, the host of Pretty Girl Radio. Again, you can check them out. Um, make sure if you have any questions, you can DM me. Um, if you have an inspiring story to tell, you can contact us at livingarichlife.net. Until next week, continue to be inspired to live a rich life. This is Rich James saying good night. Thank you for tuning in to Be Exposed Radio. We're going to have Tierra Lanise close out the show. Go for it. Short and sweet. Now I'm in my dream car, living in my space, y'all. Got the mirror on me, and it's what it's appearing to be. Put the work in the street, now we killing the beats. More dream than fears, never look into the rear. Thank you. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Again, once again, I am your host, Rich James. This is Living a Rich Life. Until next week. Continue to be inspired to live a rich life. I'll see you when I see you. Thank you, Rich.